G'dads is brought to you by Collector's King. They are always for collectors. It's a brand new product they always sell at retail. They carry all the TCGs in addition to Pokemon. Their mission is to bring more people into their hobby and provide product at fair prices. Come join the collector army and start the hobby revolution. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Collectible Kings. That's collectible with a K for information on all their online product drops. And also by Gamers Move. Get your nerd on at GamersMove.com for all video game news, eSport news, podcasts, your lovely Pokedads, anything else your nerdy heart can think of at GamersMove.com. This week on Pokedads, we talk about all things lost. Whoa, lost what? Drew, help me. Your train of thought. The Lost Abyss. Lost, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the second half of Lost Origin. Yeah. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. Uh, um, all the secret rares were shown this week, and we just talk about a couple of them and some cards that were revealed. Like Aerodactyl. Shout out to an OG. It was, uh, it's a fun card. Yeah, weak to grass. Everybody should play it. Yeah, welcome to Pokedance, where a bunch of fossils talk about fossil Pokemon. <laughs> that was so good. That's so good. I love every second of this pod. I love you guys. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> um, we find out that the intern got COVID for the 500th time in the past six months. So yeah, I'm um, collecting them like infinity stones, boys. <laughs> I feel like at this point you should be immune, right? That's not how I don't know, works. man. Maybe, maybe I'm in, internally creating the next variant and I'm just distributing it to the world. That's, that's terrible. Um, yeah, and we go over some new product drops that are happening in October, and we discuss what the hell the V-Star, V, and uh, V-Max Pokemon is going to be in the new collection box. Good for you. And then, uh, Drew, what's the main topic this week? Uh, we're talking about why Pokemon events aren't bigger. They should be. They should be. I, well, I agree. Yeah, but they're like, what, the number one selling TCG? Like, all the time? Yeah. Absolutely, man. There's no reason ah. why a game involving these shiny cards shouldn't be as popular as the card game itself or the card collection itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got into a nice discussion with Aaron saying, if it's not grass, who cares? Discussion for five straight minutes. So uh, let's sit down, relax, think about your favorite football player, and uh, let's roll. You're welcome. It gets cough drops. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Pokédad Nation? Welcome to another exciting episode of Pokédad, a Pokémon TCG podcast, your fun source for meta calls, deck building from the intern, uh, upcoming sets, singles, prices, anything you can think of in the Pokémon TCG world. Hit us up on any social media at Pokédad TCG, or if you're here on Twitch, just Pokédads. Um, you can also hit up the Pokédads on our text line at 815-782-0202 for questions of the week. Show us your polls or whatever kind of questions you have. 
and all the hand stuff that you can't see on the podcast. I'm your host, Pokedad Rick, rocking some new fancy glasses. And with me today is Pokedad Aaron and Pokedad Intern Drew. Hi, guys. Uh, thanks for uh, doing a night early for me. I realized earlier this week it's Shannon's birthday and shouldn't probably be doing recording on her birthday. I mean, so. I, I really felt like she would probably forgive you, but better safe than sorry, you know. No, you know what would happen <laughs> is the party on Saturday, and then we're gonna get like we're gonna get in the pool, and then she's just gonna drown me. Oh, accidental drowning, yes. Yeah, and then and then you all would be like, "Yes, it was accidental." Even you, you would turn on me. I see it in your no, eyes. I got you. I got you. You don't. You would marry my brother over me. I'm so salty over it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> She was like, what the hell? <laughs> well, Drew. I, I was just wondering, like, at that point, would Aaron be like, all right, well, the task has been accomplished, Drew. Pokedads is yours now. Do with it what you will. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, so. He's planning his part of this coup. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, so so just, just involved in that, I'll just, with my week, yeah. uh, it was Finn's birthday over the weekend. Saturday, we went to the shed. Um, he saw um, I almost said dinosaurs. <laughs> no, he, Heck yeah. well, I guess some of them were technically dinosaurs. You know, we saw some sharks and jellyfish, and he's super chill. Had a good time. I was pretty proud of how calm he was. And and then after that, we had pizza at my brother's house because uh, Finn and my sister in law shared the same birthday, and we were playing this card game. And it's it's literally like you're with a group of people. You pull a card, and then you choose your person to your left chooses what that card represents. So it's like, who do you think in this group picks their nose the most? And then, and you show it to your left and then you have to choose one of your friends and then you have to flip a coin and then it's heads or tails. And then one side is you don't tell them that what you picked them for or the other one you do tell them. And then you play until uh, everyone hates each other. That's literally the rule. <laughs> and one of the cards Aaron gave to my brother was he would marry him. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, my own wife. She was one who was holding the card. Yeah, I would have picked her anyway. You gotta have fun. You're like, I already, I already married this person. Spice it up. Somebody else. Yeah. And then I looked at Aaron and I was like, oh. See? He, now he hates me. Perfect. That's when the game ended. Uh, <laughs> it was a fun little game. I can't remember some of the ones I got, but some of them were bullshit. Oh, my, my wife gave me that I was the person at the table who looked the most like Squidward. That was the first card she gave me. Yikes. Rude. <laughs> yeah, that was the only one that wasn't really justified, but every other card you got was perfect. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> some were really nice, some were mean, some were like, yeah, that's true. It was amusing. It was a good time. Yeah. I, if I remembered the card game, I would give it a shout out. But I, don't I don't remember, yeah. I don't yeah. either. But, um, yeah, overall, everything's good. Uh, Finn's transferring to his toddler bed this week. It's going... Hell, swimming like it's, yeah, it's just not going. Um, so right now Shannon's rocking him to sleep, and then every time we try to put him back into his bed, he's like, he wakes up and he's like, nah, -uh. this is not where I want to be. Let's so, rock the bed. It just yeah. rocked the bed. Just kick it a bunch. Kick it until he falls asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we got that, and then like I said, Shannon's birthday. Um, today is our nephew Eric's birthday, so I want to give a shout out to Pokedad Scott's 
oldest son Eric. Happy birthday, buddy! Happy Maybe birthday! One day you're listening. Happy birthday, Eric! Yeah, they went to Brookfield Zoo today, so they looked like they had mm. a good time. Yeah, and then tomorrow is birthdays, and the next day is birthdays, and then we have a couple day break, and then it's Scott's wife's birthday, and then we're done, and then we move on to, to August, which is a lot fun. of birthdays too. <laughs> But anyways, Aaron, what's up, man? How how are things? Things are good. Um, God, I finally started. I, I I think I mentioned it last week that I beat the story for Monster Hunter, the Sunbreak, the DLC. Started working on the monsters. I was literally doing that right before this um episode. I was working on the loot table for my second <laughs> monster that I'll probably release after the um episode. Like probably I guess or after we record this, like an hour after, because I have to do some finishing touches. Oh, played a bit more Sunbreak. Still. You know, work is normal. Work is work. So not too much really. Oh, I mentioned we're building the buffet last week too. Guess what? It's not done, but a good chunk of it actually is done. We have uh, my wife was uh, screwing together about. We had to basically put the frames together, um, paint them, and then install them. So she, did you actually do work Saturday night after you guys yeah, left? We, yeah, you, oh, I, I think I wasn't. Uh, I think I hopped on my computer for ten minutes. To log on from my brother, and then I, I he's like slacker. I'm like I'm just on for ten minutes to help my brother out, and he laughed. And then I logged off and went back upstairs to work some more until like midnight. Okay, no, that's cool, man. I'm proud of you. Yeah, we had stuff it's to a, do. We did it. I know, but it, I don't know if I could like hang out with my friends and it'd be like, because like we weren't gonna come out. Like yeah. Shannon had to build uh, make Finn's birthday cake, and I kept telling her I was like, you got a cake to make. And she's like, it's fine. I'll do it tomorrow. And I was like, no, no, yeah. it's cool. And then, <laughs> and and then like, oh, it was good. We're going to go back. And then we're at the shed. And then next thing we're like leaving. And then Kelly calls. And she's like, so are you guys coming? And then Shan's like, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. So. Oh, man. That's, that's great. That's great. You know, so, we're, yeah, we're, we're doing were, good on our side. Yeah, and then, yeah, she got it done, like, she got the cake done, but, like, we rushed, and, yeah, but that's all good. Drew, what's up, buddy? Hey, guys, how's it going? I'm glad, you're, going. I'm glad you're here, yeah. you're here, yeah, yeah. including the conversation. I, no, no, you're good. Uh, <laughs> so my week was fun. On Sunday, I tested positive for COVID for the third time, and that's really fun. Um, I had tested positive every day, including today. So who knows how much longer it's going to be till I get to go back to work because I have to be 36 hours symptom free to do that. Um, other than that, uh, I've played a lot of PTCGO, played a lot of Halo. And um, speaking of Halo, I did secure my tickets for the Worlds event in Seattle cool. in October, which is fun. Yeah, I'm very, very excited for that. Um, and yeah, it's just been... Playing cards and hanging out with my animals and losing my marbles. <laughs> did I did I miss the Discord when you said you had COVID? I knew I know Swifty had COVID. I didn't know you had COVID again. Yeah, and I think I posted it on Sunday when I first tested. Oh jeez, bro. Yeah. My bad. No. So it's been it's been a it's been a week. I've been pretty lonely, not gonna lie. But is, uh is Courtney not there? Where's she at? So she's working. Um oh, okay. so I'm just kinda like I mean she doesn't want to be that. near him either exactly yeah exactly social distancing and all that good Just stuff. yell through um, the door right i need gatorade <laughs> uh, knock three no, times but, and she runs away no Jeez. i think 
I think my dog's sick of me too because I'm like, hey, I'm bored. Let's go for a walk. He's like, no, nah, I'm I'm sleeping, bud. You can go for a walk by yourself. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but other than that, man, I'm chilling. I've played a lot of decks on VTCGO, and I feel like social media knows that I'm like bored and lonely because I've just been posting a bunch of like the shitty stuff I I play there. I know. Uh, well, the funny part is like seeing your stories on Instagram, and it's like, here's this deck. I got ten wins in a row. Okay, moving on to a different deck. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I was, right before we were about to record, I was about to post another one that I went on a tear with. So it's fun, man. I just I've been kind of playing this game where I build a deck out of V Maxes or V Stars that don't get a lot of love, and they end up being pretty good. So either I'm playing against really bad players because of my weird hours now, because no everybody's at work, or uh, or I'm just good at the game. Probably the first one though. Definitely. Yeah. Hey, well, good. All right, well, you guys ready to talk to us about some Pokemon, say that Pokemon, all this other fun stuff this week? Nope. Oh, yeah. Who's that Pokemon? It's Pikachu! It's Clefairy! Fuck! Sweet, sweet. All right, for uh, this week's Say That Pokemon, it's a Gen 5 fossil Pokemon. Yeah. Um... Honestly, I didn't know where it was. It popped up, and I had to like look at it twice. I was like, "What is this?" And, um, yeah, uh, Archeops, Archeops. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I. I'm gonna go on a limb here and say it's Archeops. I'm going yeah. Archeops too. I was, I was actually, I'm like, I'm not really sure on this one. All I know is it's the pre, 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 pre evolution of Halucha. Yeah, it's the like because it's a fossil, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so it's evolved Ancestor. into Halucha. Yeah. yeah, slowly over time, different kind of evolution. Everybody, yeah, <laughs> definitely. But yeah, Archaeops is a rock fighting type fossil Pokemon introduced in Generation Five. It is large, ancient, villain flying Pokemon. It possesses traits of both bird and reptile. Definitely feels like a dinosaur kind of way, huh? Mm-hmm. Its head is a snake-like appearance. It is featherless, scaly, and red with a green stripe running along the top. Its mouth is lined with sharp fangs. Hey, don't. Oh, I was don't a... put your hand. God damn it! We're really good at this thing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Rick. I was just saying, don't put your hand in their mouth. Like, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, it reminds me of like uh, the the Ashton guy, the, the Quetzalcoatl. Oh, it's kind of what reminds oh, me of that. a little bit, like kind of like a like you know an interpretation of it. That's how I feel. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's it's cool. It's cool. Uh, there's only three cards in its existence since it's debuted. Nice. <laughs> and the last one we got was in Unified Minds, and uh, what did that bad boy do? Eh? Yeah, so it's a hundred thirty HP fighting Pokemon. It has two attacks. Each one is a colorless. First one is U-Turn. Does 40 damage. Switch this Pokemon with one of your bench Pokemon. And then Hyper Beam. Does 80 damage. Uh, that's some sexy-ass damage. Not really. Uh, and discard an energy from your opponent's active Pokemon. Which is, that's cool. Yeah, uh, it, you get rid of special or regular. So what I find really time. fun with this one is that it's weak to lightning as a fighting Pokemon. Yeah, because it's kind of a bird. Yeah. And, what, and what's its resistance? I mean, it's kind of tiny, but oh yeah, it's it's, it's fighting. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's we're fighting, fighting. We're fighting. I love it. <laughs> I mean, that is definitely an interesting side to it for sure. 
Yeah. No, it's a, it's a really cool card, too. I have it in one of my cubes. Mm-hmm. And typically, the player who gets that card just mops the floor with everybody. It's it's that powerful in the small, like, oh, yeah. cube format. And in a four-prize, single-prize format, it's, like, super busted because it could take any energy to do either of those attacks. Yeah, which I think is really, really cool. I'm really surprised. I was thinking when I was originally reading the Hyper Beam that it, you discarded the energy from the... Uh... Or she opts, but you just discard from your active Pokemon, which actually makes it so much stronger, especially like you mentioned in that style of uh, uh, game. Yeah, it's you fun. just laugh, laugh the whole time for one energy. Like, <laughs> if you're not attacking into the Pokemon you want to, you just switch it. Yep. <laughs> you're like this is fine. We'll make we'll make this work. Um, surprisingly, there is, um, of course, PSA cards that are worth quite a bit of money that I got for Drew to look at. And uh, what what do we got there, bud? So the 10 that I saw on the list first was from the 2012 set Dark Explorers. Mm-hmm. And that one sold for, hold on, I clicked on it to look at the pretty picture, for $305 for, for a hollow rare. Like, that's pretty good. I mean, honestly, it's, that... it's, such a, it's just a small card pool. Yeah. <laughs> my phone um, <laughs> what what i liked about it too there there was some of the reverse hollows in those sets and the reverse hollows were just hollow and then they have the symbol of the type in the middle of the words very faint and that was pretty badass yeah instead of having like what we have right now with all these multiple symbols in it it's just nice and big right in the center and you're like i get i get down with that bring that back pokemon yeah i do really be liking that <laughs> so that is uh that is what it is. But we'll move on. We'll talk about some uh news and there's actually a lot of news. Once I figure out how to click things on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um we got a lot of the secret rares for Lost Abyss. Sure and is. we'll uh we'll we'll start with um uh, Garantina is uh pretty cool. It looks like it's the same artist that probably did Machamp and uh some Eevee cards. Sylveons, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think I think you're probably correct there. But the full art though, that that's spicy, bro. Oh, I give it the full art? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's I, sick. I, I love that like in the bottom left corner it's green. And then towards the top right corner it's purple. And then its energy cost is grass and psychic. So it's really cool that it kind of like ties together and i bet you like when you lay out the deck and take a nice photo of it like that would really pop <laughs> with like some nice crispy like hollow grass and uh psychic energies oh for sure so with this set uh officially it drops this week right or ready dropped uh so it's like in people's hands now but friday so two days from now is the official okay. release it's the 15th gotcha yeah. now this is only going to be half of lost origins right we don't know what the other half is we'll figure we'll get the other set in japan no this is the second half oh what was the first half the first half was uh dark phantasma oh duh sorry yeah yeah (laughs) that's it never mind um yeah that's gonna be a fun set Uh, every set feels like it's always fun it's like all right let's move on to the next one (laughs) you guys want to have a wager on what the 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 gold the secret rare item is oh yeah because we don't know it yet 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What What are you thinking? Um, I kind of have two picks. The reasonable one is the Mirage Gate, which is like the new item card that allows you to accelerate two different types of energy from your deck to any of your Pokemon if you have seven cards in the Lost Zone. Okay. Um, which is it'll probably look really pretty, and it plays heavily into the theme of this second half of the set. Sure. But I would love for it to be gutsy pickaxe because we got dark patch in the previous half of the set i get okay yeah i was trying to think of something that was an astral radiance that i really liked because you know ray got dark patch pickaxe yeah. oh yeah man there's there's a lot of good stuff good uh which one did you say again drew just real fast um mirage gate okay. and then gutsy pickaxe it is i guess i kind of picked two but that's fair I'm definitely, I mean, I was just doing a quick little scroll through stuff, and 100%, because no one's going to really use it for the most part, but Panic. That's fair. Honestly, he's probably on to something. That's pretty good, yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a tool, and prevent all damage done to the, po- uh, to the Pokemon this card is attached to by attacks of your opponent's Pokemon with 40 HP or less remaining. It's so, mad party proof. It's, it is Mad Party proof. <laughs> have, you, have you seen a lot of Mad Party the last few days? No, I've been playing a lot of the latter, and I've seen no Mad Party. I know my friend Richard; he's been playing it a lot. Oh, has he? He's not having fun because Duraludon just one hundred percent says no, and oh. Duraludon is everywhere in the latter. <laughs> nice. Well, um, if it's not a previous, I'll throw my hat in for uh, Toolbox. Since we got the gold water pack card for whatever reason, so why not a useless, useless toolbox? <laughs> um, overall, like yeah, there's some there's some really good stuff. Um, and also there were cards that were revealed, but I think the one card that I would like to talk about, Aaron, if you would like to put it up, is uh, Aerodactyl V Star, which actually has the first V Star ability that lasts. More than one turn. It's insane. And so that ability uh, is it's an attack, isn't it? Because I'm looking at this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. It's an attack that turns into an ability that okay. lasts. So I want to make sure my, we're clear on that. It's called yeah. Ancient Star. As this Pokemon, uh, as, I'm assuming that's as long as this Pokemon is in play, it gains an ability uh, with the uh, effect. Your opponent's Pokemon V in play, including any Aerodactyl V stars, have no ability. Can't use this more than once. Then you need to activate the the ability. It's kind of a fun thing. Yeah. So attack to activate the ability to get the ability to stop Palkia and Arceus from using their V Star abilities. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Yeah. And it's for one reasonable energy attachment too, which yeah. I think is super pressing. Yeah, um, it's cool too. You know, downside is it is an attack, so you have to use your attack for the turn to turn it off. So, uh, depending on the the scenario you're in, is that enough to waste a turn of not attacking? Does it give you an advantage or a turn ahead? I guess it just really depends because I feel like yes, you might turn this off, but then I'm going to just attack because of what's two sixty. Yeah, you know, one of the lower. Yeah, it's two forty. It does no. It's HP is two sixty. 
It does. Oh, and Tekken does 240. And to be fair, it might work versus most, but it's weak to grass, so it's doomed against me. So everybody should play this card. <laughs> I respect. I like. Yeah. Um, I I do think it's cool. Um, I liked I liked the idea. Uh, this whole set with some fun abilities, the loss on being back, and really really have to use that. Um, did we talk about Garantina last week at all, or did we just miss it? Is that what happened? We didn't talk about any of the uh, any of the cards last week. Okay. Well, let's Drew. Let's talk about that bad boy then, and then we'll move on to other things. We want to talk about Garantina. Yeah. All right. Let me let me get there. Okay. I know what it. I know what it does, but I should probably just read it for everybody. Um, you want to do the V and the V star? Sure. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Let's do it. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, Gertina V is two hundred twenty HP Dragon Pokemon. It has no weakness because it's a Dragon Pokemon. It has a two retreat cost, and then for one colorless, it does Abyss Seeker. You look at the top four cards of your deck and put two of them in your hand and put the remaining cards into your Lost Zone, which is neat. Already kind of. Send some cards in, which plays heavily into its V-Star power. And then for one Grass, one Psychic, and one Colorless, it does Shred for 160. And this attack's damage is not affected by the effects of your opponent's active Pokemon. So it's Miltank proof, baby! Let's go! (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people hate that, but I, for one, am not affected by it whatsoever. I love it. Um, And then it's V-Star, 280 HP, so it's one of the beefier boys. And... Uh, for one grass, one psychic, one colorless, does lost impact for 280 damage, and then you put two energy attached to this Pokemon, it attached to your Pokemon into the lost zone. So it doesn't need to be on Giratina. You can mm-hmm. discard it from any of your Pokemon. And then for one grass and one psychic, it does star Requiem. You may use this attack only if you have 10 or more cards in the lost zone, and your opponent's active Pokemon is now knocked out. And this is not the first time we've seen this type of attack or ability on a Giratina card because the Tina Chomp GX did GG end and you would basically PSD right there. (laughs) It did GG end and you would just straight up knock out your opponent's Pokemon for a pretty hefty energy cost where this one's very reasonable but does have some um, some management to happen Mm -hmm. before it does it does the thing. I like it a lot. Yeah. I've I've seen on Twitter some people that are a proxy. It's actually pretty consistent and gets off. It's not that hard to set up, so um, it might be a, a force to reckon with when the new season starts for sure. Yeah, um, in proxy play already, um, Gardenia, its best partner is this card because you could just accelerate two Grass Energy onto oh. it, attach one Psychic, and you're golden. The new Comfy Engine is so busted it's like amazing rare jirachi but better and plays way heavily into this archetype oh yeah that's that's really good that's really good um sick yeah i'm pretty stoked so you know it looks a lot of good stuff in it for sure yeah all right well uh our pokedad listeners are you, do you want to be part of a tv reality series of pokemon tcg do you yeah. live in california no. <laughs> well, TPCI announced Unscript Pokemon TCG series is now opening casting calls out in California. <laughs> Send your family members, make them do it, even if they don't want to. I, I, it's crazy, right? I feel it's like, cool. yeah, you know, it's giving um, 
I don't know. I will like. I would feel like are they gonna do it like for players or is it just collectors? I, I'm assuming maybe they'll do both. The it's um, it's really interesting. So the main article that Pokemon um, came out with is now casting the Pokemon Company International is currently searching for energetic, personable candidates of all ages and their families for an exciting new opportunity. Whether you're trying to learn the Pokemon Training Guard game to connect with your loved ones, hone your TCG skills to get to the next level, or already a competitive player, we'd like to hear from the Pokemon TCG expert can help you. Currently casting in the greater Los Angeles surrounding area. So, and for that point, yeah, it does It does sound like it's going to be play-based for sure. I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where they're going with it. It's kind I feel of like, like it's going to be on Netflix. <sighs> Maybe. Yeah, I, I can see Netflix. Stay tuned to next week because, like, those shows never go like full binge. If you ever watch like The Circle, you like you have to wait like the week for the next episode. You're like, oh, this is Netflix. I'm supposed to get it all at once. I've had a couple that I've watched that I do like the the weekly one. I don't mind either way. I respect that, and I don't need to binge everything, right? Like. Though I probably would kill Obi Wan in like one day if that gal came out, I was like, "This is this is what I'm doing." <laughs> I just went and watched back to all through Westworld. Uh, Westworld. I'm like, I haven't seen this show in forever. I don't even remember watching the third season at all. I'm like, I don't know any of this to catch up because the new the fourth season's out. Or I gave up on it after season two. So fair. I mean, I like sci-fi yeah. stuff, so it doesn't bother me too much. I understand. And Aaron Paul joined season three. I thought yeah. I would like it. And I was like, I don't like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, I lost the train of thought. I was thinking of Aaron Paul, that sexy son of a bee. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we finally, after two plus years, we're finally getting the special delivery Charizard promo. Woo! <laughs> Pokemon announced. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon finally announced it, and then you had to sign up for it and hopefully get chosen to use the code and spend $20 at the Pokemon Center. Um, It's interesting. We'll see what happens because I did it pretty early. Like, I saw it, and I was like, you know what? I'll fill it out, see if I'll get lucky. And then, you know, there's people that, like, all my friends, or even till today, they're still texting me. I'm like, I'm sure you've seen this. And I'm like... Yeah, thank you. Mm. So. <laughs> it's good friends. Yeah. So yeah, uh, if you if you were able to fill it out, uh, congrats. And then our listeners, if you didn't know about it now, I'm pr- you could try to fill it out. Like you still can, but the odds are that you were soon enough to fill it out is like s- probably slim to none. So good luck, though. Yeah. 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 And then finally, guys, we're getting a new Ultra Premium Collection and V-Box in October. And if you guys remembered, uh, we had the very awesome, um, what, the what the year wrap for the Zacian and Zamazenta ETBs that I never saw in person ever because everyone just grabbed them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, this is coming for a pretty penny, guys. For You just learned that the Ultra Premium Collection will release in America and Europe in October. It will retail for around $120. But, damn, comes with some stuff. If you guys have a guess, for $120, bucks, how many booster packs do you think you're getting? Four. I like it. 
eight. Get a whopping sixteen booster packs, guys. Ooh, <laughs> let's go. So you get one foil special art V Star card, one foil special art V Max card, both etched. So the those gold cards from the collectors from uh celebrations is coming back. Yeah. Um one foil special art V card etched, sixteen booster packs, one collector's guide, one TCG rule book, one foil stitch playmat, one oh. set of sleeves. Yeah. One set of sleeves, one metallic coin, one set of damage dice, one set of metal special condition and V-Star markers, and Ooh. the best thing in the box. Most importantly, the code, code card. card. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's sick. It's really be- um. You guys check it out on Pokey Beach. It's nice and gold with Zacian and Zemazenta saying goodbye to the Sword and Shield era to get ready for Scarlet and Violet. So. It is a... Do you... I think that might be what last year's box looked like. I don't think that that's actual represent- representation of this year's box. Maybe. Yeah. It looks but, like it. Yeah. But what do you think, guys? A V, a V Max and a V Star? Etched. But what Pokemon? Uh, easy, Zemazenta. What's, yes. What, what, uh, it doesn't have a V. It doesn't have a V Max though. Oh no! Yeah, I was thinking it because it was getting a V Star. My bad. The only two Pokemon right now that have a V Star and a V Max are Deoxys and Zeraora. Like, oh, that'd be cat. That'd be kind of lame. That would be lame because those <laughs> are not a part of Sword and Shield. So, <laughs> y'all got any speculation as to what might get a V Star or what might get a V Max? Leafeon. I mean, I thought Leafeon, but... You're not... You're right. You're right. Leafeon and Glaceon. But yeah. I'll, also, I feel like that's just not the appropriate send-off. I agree. Yeah, that's why I think it's a tough one. Like, what was, like, a Pokemon that came out in Gen... Sword and Shield, which... Um, that, that has a V-Star and a V-Max. Yeah. I mean, even if... What if uh, they... There's no, like, Eternatus... That, there's no Eternatus, Zamazenta, um, for, well, not for V-Star. I already got it, guys. Ah. I already got it. Yeah, got it's, it? uh, yeah, it's Pikachu. It's not I, out yet, that's but we're going to get a Pikachu V-Star. Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was just going to be Pikachu. <laughs> but <laughs> my second idea was an Eternatus V-Star. Which would be cool. Yeah, for them to just kind of send one of those out. Because it was not the box legendary, but the box legendaries are getting their own V-Stars. Yeah, so. for sure. I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And then the new V-Box will also be released on October 14th. It'll come with a Pokemon V promo, a jumbo version, four booster packs, and a code card. Retail 20. As usual, we just don't know what Pokemon will be featured. Yeah. And it might be that V-Star. <laughs> it'll probably be Pikachu, though. Let's be realistic here. Yes. Sounds Sounds about... Sounds about right. Um, before we go on a quick break, Drew, how do you feel Lost Abyss in general? Are you, you looking forward to this? Does it like you're, you're ready for the Lost Zone to be back and adding a fun mechanic to the game? Yeah, no, I like it a lot. I think there's a lot of cool cards coming out in that set. I think it adds another level um, to our current format and doesn't break it so bad. I know people think that 
Drampion is going to be like the worst card ever. And it's very like anti Mew, anti Urshifu, anti Shady Dealings, if you will. Um, but I really don't think it's going to be that impactful. I think it's just going to make other players play different decks. And uh, I just love what they're adding. I think V Star is really good for the game. And almost adding this Lost Zone inclusion with the items, the stadiums, the supporters specific to it, and Pokemon that have residual attacks that benefit with cards in the Lost Zone, it feels like they're almost adding another strike, like a Rapid Strike, Fusion Strike, Single yeah, yeah. Strike type of deal. And I love that type of package. I think that that's really fun. It helps newer players kind of jump in and be like, okay, this is a mechanic I could be familiar with. I'm going to hold on to this, and I hope they continue making Lost Zone cards so people can make that transition. And honestly, that's what I was about to ask you too. Like, do you feel like this is just going to be the set though, and then and then move on? Like, we won't get double sets of the Lost Zone. I think Lost Zone and Radiant Pokemon are the only two things that they should carry on going forward um, with with Pokemon when they transition into uh, Scarlet and Violet. Who? Um. Who's the other Radiant Pokemon that wasn't um, Garnita? Uh, I said her name wrong. My God. Hmm? Gardevoir? Yeah, sorry. Gardevoir. Well, who's Steelix? the other one? Yeah, Steelix and Sneasler. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Both of them suck. That's a good time. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Steel- Steelix is a fucking meme, bro. It's going to torch a lot of people. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm look forward to uh, Lost Origins in September just for Vile Bloom alone. So fuck yeah, keep that going. All right, right, absolutely. <laughs> that's all. That's all. It's good. That's for. all that matters. <laughs> fuck the rest of the cards. We're gonna have a special. We're gonna have a special episode of Aaron just opening packs till he gets the Vile Bloom. <laughs> First pack done. <laughs> right, exactly. Six second works. episode. That's how it Let's works, go. Guys. It's probably the reverse hollow too. He's gonna be like, damn it. <laughs> as soon as it no, comes, my, uh, hope until it's a regular one. My uh my my lost origin not lost origin, my uh words are hard. My lost abyss boxes shipped out yesterday, so they'll be here from Japan pretty soon here. Ooh. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. I'm happy for you. I'm happy Thanks. for you. Well if I pull the reverse hollow um bioplume, or if it comes in as as a hollow rare, I'll send it out to you. Add it to the collection. Hell yeah! Ah, it's a beautiful thing. All right, well, we'll be we'll be right back and uh, enjoy some catchy tunes that I haven't decided what it's going to be. I'm kidding. It's it's probably going to be Unwritten Law. They just dropped a new song for the first time in a (laughs) decade, so it's fucking good. All right, we'll be back. Pokedads has partnered with Inked Gaming to bring you a fantastic deal. For 10% off your entire order at checkout, use code DADSPOD10. That's D-A-D-S-P-O-D-10 for 10% off all your custom playmats, custom mouse pads, custom dice bags, and a plethora of other gaming accessories. Again, use DADSPOD10 when checking out at InkGaming.com.
Thank you. All right, we're back. I told you. If you didn't think that was a banger, I don't. I don't know. I just listen to older Unring Law stuff. They got some good stuff. Uh, they're just so yeah. good. There's at least a couple wow. songs. At, at least I've seen Red. That's a good one. Aaron's like, I don't. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember their, the names of their songs. No, I, I can hear it. And I'm like, I know that song. I'm but seeing I don't know. Red. Dun, 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 dun. I don't really want to sing the words. Like, that ain't helping me. <laughs> so follow yeah. the leader. Now, there it is. Sorry, there guys. You anyway. Your ears are welcome, everybody. Jeez. <laughs> uh, <pokey> dads. <laughs> so, Drew, well, I, it's, it's like a broken record. So what are we talking about? What are our listeners looking forward to? All right, we had a really fun discussion in our Discord, and I really feel like I'd like to include our listeners into the, you know, idea of why Pokemon events just aren't that big. Like, why isn't this, like, a more talked-about, well-renowned tournament that more people know about? I can't tell you how many people at work I tell, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to a regional event or I'm streaming this event. Um, you know, this weekend or on my phone while I'm on break or something like that. And they're like, the what? The who? There's there's a game, and not only is there a game, is there like a, a money-based tournament to play in? And to me, it's a huge thing. Like, I've I've watched it since I started playing, and that's what's like most appetizing to me is watching the competitive play at the highest level. And it simply doesn't get the recognition that it deserves. 
Exactly. I um, so I had an outing for work today, and um, it was a bunch of people doing. Um, we were mini golfing. Ooh, nice! And so they 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 team you up, and then they're like people that can help. Whatever. So what what is is like I'll talk to people. They might know people that need signage and stuff like that. So you talk about things, and then somehow we brought up podcasting. And I was like, oh, I'm a I'm a podcaster, and they're like, really? What are you talking about? I'm like, Pokemon TCG, and then the, the one of the person's like, Oh my god, my brother would love this, <laughs> and and they're like, What what do you do? What do you talk about? And we, you know, we I broke it down and stuff, and talked about uh, regionals in Milwaukee, and they're like, Well, what? Why do that? Like, are you like good? And I'm like, No, I'm not good, but I'm there to have fun. And I was like, but these regionals, these players can win anywhere from five grand to ten grand. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah. They're like, for Pokemon? I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that part is, I understand, it's relatively new. Um, a lot of it used to be scholarships um, mm-hmm. until like a decade ago. And then yeah. they started giving money. So, Right. Um but it's 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 a cool thing and i feel like it's the only event like outside of worlds where someone who picked up the game the week before can walk in as an individual competitor and not know anybody there and win or place high you can't do that in basketball you don't walk in from the stands and go to the court and play until you win the thing it's 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 one of the individual the only individual events that you can just kind of walk in from the street and do which i feel like is something that no other competition really has you know other than tcgs but um i i wonder why it's not so popular aaron any thoughts um yeah i kind of want to turn this toward oh i think there's a couple different things i think one is the um I would say the internet scene for trading cards, you had Hearthstone, you have Magic the Gathering, you have some of the bigger online ones which then give you, there's that more notoriety or at least knowledge of them existing more often because of their online presence. Whereas Pokemon, yes, they have theirs, but, uh, you know, they have the PCTG, um, you know, I can't think what the name the dang thing is anymore. It's right? online game. Thank you. Yeah. There's too many do acronyms. I'm like, is it L? Is it O? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, there's that. But it's always been very clunky for people. It's not the the it's the UI is horrible. Not as bad as the newer the as live as they have coming out. But no one it it's not as popular. It doesn't have as good of a look or feel to it compared to some other ones. So I feel like people are gonna want to watch the one that looks prettier. Whereas Pokemon does not from a video game base, which then leads to your online, to your offline play where people are now, okay, I've done this, but now I can go, you know, to my local place to play. And there's, there's not that draw from for players. So then all you do is have the people who are interested in Pokemon as kids that collected cards and now maybe want to play. And then they have, there's just, I don't think the resources are there as much as other places or as other games or at least as well-known. It's kind of how I feel about that. Uh, what else? I had something else with that, too, and I forgot it because I was kind of going on a weird tangent. I wanted to write it all down, my, my thoughts, and then I was like, nope, let's not write down my thoughts. 
Nah, hey, just man. throw them out there. It, it, well, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Yeah. It'll come back to you, and you could be like, I remember what it is. Yeah, as soon as you guys we see want something else, raw. That's what we yeah. want. Yeah, I mean, I do, I do think it's the on, I think it's the online presence of the game that doesn't pull into the actual in person live that makes it struggle more than if it was bigger online. They presented it better, and even in Pokemon advertising it in general better. Rick, any thoughts before I kind of sequence sure. this discussion down? I want to piggyback on a little bit of what Aaron was saying about, like, you know, the kids and the purchasing the cards and stuff like that. I also think that Pokemon has a high stigma. Um, so when when I started playing, I was in middle school, right? So 90, 99, when the, the card game dropped, I played the game for a year, and then at some point, when you're in middle school and transitioning to high school, um, you think it's it's just not cool anymore to like I I like Pokemon. If there you don't get that kind of vibe when you're transitioning from middle school to high school with Magic the Gathering, or if they're playing Hearthstone or something like that. There's not that stigma like oh my god, why are you still like watching or playing this? kid card game because that's what it is it's for it's like children that's that's what the whole point is and they go through those those development years of doing something else um i was guilty of it aaron was guilty of it um we we left pokemon and we played Yu-Gi-Oh. It, you know when so we we played that for the big chunk of um the last couple of years of high school and a few a uh, few years in college and we, we were just like because weren't embarrassed to play it where if i was pokemon a senior in high school opening pokemon cards in the hallways when me and Aaron used to get new sets like people would be like what the fuck are you doing we'd be like oh god a squirtle you know (laughs) (laughs) Um, to be fair in my own defense i gave no fucks i literally was sitting on my game boy advance fucking on the bus playing pokemon for all i care (laughs) but i I, 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 I do understand the overall thing i get exactly what you're saying 100 percent. i'm not disagreeing with that so, like, when it comes to the um, people watching and, and, and getting involved and, and stuff like that, the streaming, they're going to play things where they, they think they're cool. And, like, you know, Hearthstone's viewership is high because, you know, anyone can watch that that are really, you know, I guess it doesn't matter with age or, or whatever. Where Pokemon, if you want those people to get those viewers, you're, you're trying to get the lower, like, the lower ages. Well, they can't. Um, say um, Andrew Mahones, who's from the morning to mid to late afternoon, he's he's getting he's not getting kids, you know, unless he's getting kids during summer break, you know. But his numbers still relatively average, of roughly four hundred, uh, three hundred to four hundred people watching, and that's that's nothing, nothing. You can watch just a random person bring up um, dueling fates right now or master fates, whatever. Whatever for Yu-Gi-Oh, and they got like twelve hundred people watching, or Magic the Gathering have twelve uh, twenty thousand people watching. Yeah, and and uh, just Pokemon that just the viewership is just is just not there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, sorry, go ahead. I was actually I I went on Twitch really fast and took a look at it. Like right now, Hearthstone has almost thirteen thousand people watching. You got Magic at four point six, Yu-Gi-Oh at one point five, Pokemon trading card game. 211 yeah it's nuts it is crazy and like to simplify this topic i guess we'll kind of go into phases what would you consider 
a pro Pokemon player? Anybody? No? I would I mean I would consider a pro Pokemon player would be someone who not necessarily wins a Pokemon tournament, but um would be one that places I would say, you know, top four, top eight, somewhere on the camera. We always should go look at the top eight more often than not. Someone who not cons- or at least more often than not can get in the top eight over a course of a certain amount of time. Right. right. Like it could I would I would go consistent um player that goes to every big event as possible that they can go mm-hmm. to make day twos. Um I'm I'm not saying like to make to make top cut like that is important and then hit that top sixteen it's it is good. But yeah I I really think it's just people that play and they're they're there consistently that makes you a pro. Yeah. So between sponsors, winning, top eighting, top sixteening of an event, you know, and these events happen anywhere between like a month apart or maybe like a couple weeks apart during a season, you know, winning five hundred dollars, you know, maybe eleven hundred dollars here at a time, and plus packs and whatever you pull from those is unfortunately not a livable wage. So these guys have to base, you know, their life, their livelihood and stuff like that off of either streaming or their sponsors or whatever else they're involved in that helps them keep this hobby slash profession afloat where they're not on a stage large enough to make that kind of title money, if you will. Like the teams from the Super Bowl, they'll walk away with fat bonus checks for being on the biggest stage. Um, But Pokemon as an event just isn't widely advertised, as Aaron had mentioned before. And you never watch a stream and you're like, oh, welcome to the Pokemon, you know, North American International Championships brought to you by Jack in the Box, brought to you by Toyota, brought to you by, you know, fucking Walmart or some shit like that. And I feel like it's Pokemon's unwillingness to extend themselves and partner their name with something that could particu- that could potentially bring their like merit and their credibility down. And it might look not look like it on paper, but I think it's really doing a disservice to these players that we consider pros that make little to no money out of Pokemon that keep traveling to all these events and making this professional status on their own individual wages, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, now I I remember reading a little bit about that, like the It's like an image, right? It's like they're just, Pokemon just wants to have this specific image, it's just Pokemon and then Pokemon only. Like that they're protecting the name, they're protecting the brand in any way. Like um I'm just going to say this, you know, that the instance with Papa John's um, a couple of years ago, you know, he's not Papa John is not even part of the company anymore because of some some bad things he said to <laughs> other people and say like Pokemon had a sponsorship with Papa John's and then now that stigma is on Pokemon um, because they they had someone that was racist uh, sponsor the Pokemon TCG and Rather than deal with that at all, I think that that they prefer they love the the Pokemon name so much that they keep it as just Pokemon. But I think and- I think it would also be an even smart. I'm not saying like sponsor money, but like 
why not use this to promote creatures or or like other parts of the Pokemon company? So like other people get the knowledge of like what Pokemon or TPCI in general does. And I feel like that would be even beneficial because now it's like more awareness of what goes into this card game. Yeah. And I know that there are a lot of players on the VGC side, the Go side, and even Pokemon and stuff like that that don't like having these events clustered together. They mm. feel like these events deserve their own respect in their own criteria. Like, you know, not, not one of them is bigger than the other in retrospect. Uh, but I don't think they're even large enough to separate them and Pokemon not take a total loss funding all these individual events being separate from each other. So when you're trying to get players to spend money to get into this game at the highest competitive level, it's hard to be appetizing when they're not advertising quite as well. And a professional player isn't typically held in the highest regard that other professional players and other games or formats are. Cause I know an average halo player, one of my favorite ones that's currently sitting on the bench and protest to a team he needs to be traded off of, still makes 50 grand and that's without his streaming money and his coaching money that's just based on contract and this is halo this is a game that currently is not in a good state whatsoever but i bet you if you look at the streams it's tenfold what pokemon's doing and that's it really puts things in retrospect about the competitiveness of tcg and how they need to break out of this cycle of if it continually being small to actually present opportunities to players to see like wow like if andrew mahone was making top event like top eight at events and stuff like that you're watching him on stream you're seeing the results on paper and you're watching him on like top tables during uh like world championship streams and stuff like that you would feel motivated to go buy decks and play this same style and and know that there's like something out there for you to make a living off of. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. It's just it's just hard to compare like a TCG game and video games because like esports is huge. Like esports yeah. is like yeah. they're considered they're athletes, right? Like yeah. they're considered athletes. They're 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 pros at what they're doing. Um the market's been there insane ever since um Halo 2 took storm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I mean technically StarCraft Brutal War. Yeah. Um, TC, TCG stuff. I even when um we were going to regionals and and playing poke uh Yu Gi Oh at the highest level, like I never I never thought of it as like I'm gonna be like a pro player. It was always like I'm here for fun. I you know I'm I'm pretty good at this game, but that's what I'm gonna do. And I I guess in some aspects, like I never at one point was like I'm gonna quit college. I'm gonna drop out. And I'm just gonna play Yu-Gi-Oh. You know, it never never came up that way. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think we ever took it serious enough for that. But it was, I don't think that thought ever really crossed our mind. Either. No, that, no, that I'm saying like it just it is it is a different time and means like so right before the pandemic when Dead Draw Gaming was a thing like Azul and all of them that that was a team and um, Danny Phantom was like trying to create. And like an esport field to the Pokemon TCG, yeah, and um, it just it just didn't work out. 
but doesn't necessarily mean that idea isn't good. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like there's got to be a way to like represent that brings people together and they're like celebrating teams. And then like when you're looking into the tournaments regionals, you, you could look in there and say, well, like hypothetically, we're, you know, we're, we got poke dads and you're like, there's all these people that are part of the team. And they're like, they're like, Oh man, they're making some noise and they get people into that. And then they'll have all the people that don't appreciate the poke dad name and want, or they tune in to watch the old men fail getting beaten by people that are 15 years younger than us. <laughs> like, I think, I think that's a pay-per-view kind of thing right there. Yeah. I think that makes for a pretty good segue into the kind of the second uh, discussion that we had in our discord. And it was brought to light by one of our discord members, Oscar talking about like, hypothetically, if someone were to front a lot of money and make a large prize pool on top of immediate pay for players to invite to something like this, you know, you would basically invite what you consider the pro players to play at this top level, get your Reklevs, your Ivanovs, and your uh, Drew Kennets and Ian Robs and stuff like that all in the same room, and then have them play like a forced top cut, if you will. But you can't do anything like that because there's nobody with that kind of funding watching the TCG. And I think it all stems back from the excitement, the lack there of advertisement and stuff like that. But I think personally it'd be really cool to have what is been, it's considered an invitational that you may or may not have to work for, if you will. Like a world's invite is something you have to work for. But there are exciting players in their own individual right, like Isaiah Bradner, who hasn't won anything this season, but he's been played at such a high level, and we've consistently seen him at top tables, top tables and on streams and stuff like that. And you give them this new paid platform as an invitational for them to showcase their skills on something that maybe Pokemon isn't funding, but it's representing the game at a higher level. And I really like that concept. I I think I've kind of like meshed my idea and his idea, um, his being uh, Oscar and our Discord, together to kind of um, give you this example. But you know, what's stopping people from making events like this happen? There's not a big enough base of viewership for it to be any kind of benefit to the person who does it. Correct. Uh, and that's again, and I, I think that Pokemon could do a lot. Again, on this podcast, we talked about it a lot. The, like the TCG side of this collector base game is so so small. I think we make up maybe less than twenty percent of everyone who buys Pokemon cards. I feel like it's even smaller, personally. I think it's like fifteen lower. You're a hundred percent correct. I was, you know, I'd I'd hope that there'd be growth now the IRL play is back, but you're probably right. I I think like ultimately, like ultimately, like that I see Pokédads in some way is like try to bring that player base or the collectors into and like give the jazz um, with their kids and learning to play, and then we take collectors and make them players. I think ultimately that's why I do this. Like, <laughs> I want Pokemon to grow. I do. I I do, and I I would like to be part of the pioneer 
that helped grow. And if that's us doing our own thing and starting running Poke Dad tournaments and um, playing cards at conventions or um, doing more streaming of just playing the game, um, I just I know there's more I can do. And I would, you know, I keep telling myself I need to do it. I just need to do it um, to just maybe get rid of that. What I mentioned earlier, that stigma of what Pokemon is and just realize it's if you like Pokemon, we like Pokemon, play the game. It's it's a fun game. It's not it's not baby. It's you know, it's there's ways to play that makes it easy. But the game is complex and it's in its own way. Right. Uh, yes, there's nothing really that stops my opponent from doing their thing on their turn, like compared to Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff like that. But you still got to think ahead. You got to plan. You got you just there's a lot of mechanics into this game, and it's really fun to play. I swear, I swear it is. Even our collectors that listen to our show, it is good. It's 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 fun. I have enjoyed this game. And I'm not bored of Pokemon, and we're coming up to almost three years of doing this. Like, yeah, I still I'm still having fun. I still enjoy opening packs. But maybe a little less about opening packs, uh, more <laughs> in buying more buying the singles that I need and the deck building that it, it, what it comes with. But the the joy is there. The game is always evolving. It's the game is not the same as it was two years ago when we had tag teams and stuff. It's always changing. It's always evolving. It's always something different. And yes, of course, like any other card game, some stuff is a good idea and some stuff are terrible. And then right now we got Magic the Gathering doing a Fortnite co- collab. And I'm like, why? Bleh. I mean, I mean, to be fair, it drags in a lot of the younger kids into looking sure. into it. It's a good move in that, in that uh, aspect. I think that that's very similar to why art got a lot more complex in the Pokemon TCG, like with, um, with black and white and stuff like that. The full arts were a little darker tone. They had a little bit more of a less bubbly demeanor to the Pokemon themselves on the card because they were trying to change the game with the generation that they were fronting the competitive aspect with. And that's why we have these cool alt arts that are a little darker and scarier and feature Pokemon that don't necessarily have this, you know, bubbly nature. They're still cool to collect, but I think that Magic doing that with Fortnite is almost doing the same thing Pokemon's doing, but backwards, where I think that target audience for Magic is a little bit older. And doing this cute stuff with Fortnite targets a younger community and then transitions them into, you know older players with older cards sure. and stuff like that. I mean, I think... So there's just nothing Pokemon can really do at this point other than, you know, keep pumping out the collections. Your collectors are obviously making money. Pokedads will do their job and, you know, convert as many collectors into players as we can. Yeah. Talking to you, Justin, take all those PSA cards out and put them in decks. Yeah. And <laughs> buy other ones. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> but I love it, man. You know, anyone who talks to me about collecting, I'm like, you know what? You should really play the game. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Aaron, you had something to say and I interrupted you. No worries. I mean, I think part of the problem really is, and he was kind of brought up, is like, you know, Nintendo should be a big sponsor for these things too. That's really, you know, where a lot of this money should come from is from Nintendo on sponsoring these things. 
getting the notice out there we should be seeing i mean in the sense of like twitch where you can you know they can put it on like the nintendo eShop going you know upcoming tournaments you know for these types of things you know on twitch and whatnot we've seen them on playstation we see them on xbox nintendo hasn't gone that way i mean they're not typically in general friendly towards uh competition i would say like we've seen it with super smash brothers where they do not like the super smash brothers esport whatsoever so i think i feel like that's a real big crutch in pokemon like the competitive tcg success is on nintendo no that's that's pretty good i kind of would like to know what it was like um in the early days of pokemon when wizard of the coast was handling things like i'm curious if they those events and like what sponsors or whatever they were doing at that time yeah Um, what could have been yeah no i don't i don't know either so all i know though at that point like if there was any i don't know the only thing i can think about like anything in the beginning is uh when we got into Naruto for that short time, and it's such a brand new game, you you know we had to search high and low for just people running tournaments for it, yeah. and then and then at that point, Pokemon was so I don't know I I feel like Pokemon was such a a phenom at that point. Like I could have just gone to the library at that point, and and then there were people playing Pokemon. It was it's just a weird time for sure. Yeah, the bummer. Um, I have I have high hopes for the Pokemon Championship series and stuff like that. I think I think that there's more to be done. I'd love to be a part of the transition from where it is now to you know a higher competitive level. And you know from the Pokedex perspective, we'll do what we can. But I think that there's just a ceiling, and it, it's like, and we have so many outside contributing factors that are pushing that ceiling down that make it harder for people to see an end result in other successful players and want to dive into the game because it seems like there's just nothing at the end that they can achieve. I get that. But I also think it's uh, like the bigger names, the Azul, the Andrews, the Azeas, uh, you know, Chip, all them when it comes to promoting because like push us push the shove like we were able to have full-blown tournaments on ptcgo during the pandemic mm-hmm. because if everyone was soon i feel like if we're if we stand up and we do our part pokemon will be forced to do more um because we hit great numbers for regionals like we were having high high numbers so mm-hmm. um we go from here we'll get a full season under our belt and see where things go from that point yeah absolutely but uh, I would like to hear what you guys think. Um, hit us up on Instagram or, or on Twitter or our text line. Just your, just, just your thoughts. What do you think they could do different or what you wish Pokemon would do better? Um, maybe we'll talk a little bit more of that next week. And uh, we would love to hear from you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, let's open some packs, fellas, and then we'll get out of here. So uh, three different arts, so uh, it's pretty pretty rad. Uh, Drew, I'll let you pick this week. Mm, no Samurots to pick from, eh? Unacceptable. Um, let's go with Decidueye. How dare you? He's got a cool hat. I know, but it's like my close, oh. like, could be. It could uh, be. I want. I was going to say, I think it's Galga. Yeah. All right. And then... Explosion! Almost Aaron, 
let you go. Ba da ba ba ba. Aaron's loving it. All right, we got titties, queef, vagina, penis. Two four, cat, dick, X-ray, nine, dick, Jack, Harry. So proud of you. All right, we got red grass energy. Uh, spicy seasoned curry. Uh, grass electrode. Gardenia's vigor. Scyther. We have uh, Hisuian growl. I can't remember what the actual name of the location was. Bronzor. Rufflet. <gasps> yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, Hisuian quillfish. We got a reverse hollow shaman. Which is why I was excited. And a bravery. It's sweet. We got we got we got a, a shaman. It's a good pack. <laughs> the little the little things. You're like, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Always looking at the light at the end of the tunnel one. Alright, Drew. Me? Alright, we got cock, Yolanda, Gargle, Titties, Kite, Jigglypuff, Penis. Nipples, queef, hat, red, green, four. You had me in the first half. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> lost it there at the end. Sorry. Uh, we got purple grass. Golduck. Super effective glasses. Cricketune. Ba-bomb. and Voltorb. Hey, we can evolve them now. I can. Rufflet. God, ah, dang it! I stick. You it. are like the the card shooting master. My hand, uh, yeah, <laughs> my grandma's strong hand, ponytail, <laughs> uh, bronzer, <laughs> rowlet, reverse hollow B sharp. We got a hollow Irida. It's not the my floor, floor, man. Thank you, please. I wonder how many people actually have seen that movie. <laughs> He would have been really, Rick's brother would have been really excited about hearing that on the podcast. Yeah, we got cock cookie for Leonardo mm. vagina girl for titties zipper penis vagina zipper nine. We got um uh that 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 uh, energy that my brain's not here. What do I say? Gray, gray grass? Yeah, gray, gray grass. grass. I was like, I don't have one voice. I wasn't saying anything. Bro, are you smelling yeah, burnt grass? toast right now? Yeah. <laughs> Cave Magneton. Uh, Pet Lulu. Stantler. Hippopotas. Brigamite. Bergmite. She's Cyndaquil. Reverses are uh, pierogi? No. Pierogi. Pierogi. And then, oh, Ooh, nice. yeah. that's full a full art Jirachi. Jirachi. Let's go. Uh, the only way to get Jirachi in this set since uh, the V card doesn't exist. Yeah, dang it, you nice. only get the full art. <sighs> oh, no. Uh, Drew, what's the question of the week? Ah, uh, question of the week. Mm. How many times have I gotten COVID? <laughs> Ooh, nice, good question. I like it. I like it. Um, just a real quick, um, 
our Chicago suburb listeners, um, next Thursday will be the first Spooky Dad thing at Geeky Gaming. Um, I will be there. Um, come say hi, play a couple games, and then um, from that point on, every other week is when we'll have uh, Pokemon play until we get more people there. But then every other week after that, in between weeks, I know it's very confusing, we're going to have trade nights. So if you're a Magic player, Pokemon, all that other fun stuff, um, hit Geek Geeks. Geek Inks, God. Geek Ink Comics and Carol Stream. Um, if you're listening on Spotify and iTunes, thank you so much. But hit that five star, five star. Pets, I'm back. And um, if you'd like to support the podcast in any shape or form, we do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash TCG. $2 gets you into our Discord. All the shenanigans with Drew. And um, a lot of, lot of fun things, plays, weekly stuff. Um, you know, we're building a community at... Uh, so far, so good. So uh, thanks for everyone that participates. And then yeah. if you've been just like, like I don't know, maybe maybe do it because uh, maybe I'll 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 do something nice. You know, I might do something nice. Feet pics. Yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> don't don't actually say too. yes to that. <laughs> <laughs> How long was I on Patreon for? And I've got no feet pics. This is a fucking disservice right here. <laughs> I'll text you right after this, Drew. I got you. Oh, yeah, boys. I'm going to be busy after this. <laughs> oh. right, and real quick, if you are a Patreon member, next Wednesday is our GLC tournament. So make sure you register and submit your deck lists and stuff like that. It's on Limitless. If you're already in the uh, Discord, it's under Patreon Hangs. I posted the password there and stuff like that. And what if you are Six. Yeah. Six. Six, six sounds your right. time or six my time? Six my time. So eight o'clock central. Yeah. 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 I'll try. I'll try. The, de- the deets to... are in the post. Yeah. I'll tr- yeah. That'd be fun. Electric deck's kind of busted if I could get all the Andrew Mahone's list. It's pretty sick. Yeah. No. So you have a week from now. Yeah, <laughs> get it going. Uh, but yeah, if you're not in our Patreon already, um, make sure you do that because mm-hmm. I'm giving away double prizes because I failed to host the tournament last month, and that's all on me. Still love you. You were were you sick again at that point? No, you were busy. I don't I was, know. I was busy. I had plans. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I I like it. Well, as always, I'm Pokedad Rick. I'm Pokedad Aaron. And I am ready for bed. I hope you guys have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening. Um, If you're having difficulties finding Pokemon Go product, it's trying to pop up a little bit more this week. Uh, So open up, get that Radiant Charizard. Uh, Prices are slowly coming down on the Mew V-Star and Charizard by a few bucks, but you can still get to almost 40 bucks for both of them. So uh, enjoy that. yeah, if you haven't checked out the v, uh, Mewtwo V-Star video by Drew, check it out on his YouTube on Katana TCG. Um, it's just creeping up in views. It's a good time. It's a good good listen view. So check it out if you're interested in that deck. And Aaron, sign us off. And don't pull anything until Vileplume's out. <laughs> yep, don't, don't open any packs. No packs. <laughs> Save your money. Buy Vileplume. <laughs> Singles. 
The no, mail to no. Aaronsville Hillside. No, no. They have to buy the pack so they can keep all the other cards and then just send me the pile. Oh, you want them to send you the pile? Yeah, and then I will have you send them back a random card in exchange. Perfect. Okay. I like this. This is a great plan. Right. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> need a real break yeah i'm gonna take like a small like maybe two, acceptable i'm fine. sorry i'm a failure i gotta go cough <laughs> how dare you yeah i heard a little bit here and there go on. go go, yes. go, go, go go sorry <laughs> that poor guy that poor guy oh man